0: back to the ticket water cooler brought to you by Wingstop on 937 the ticket and the ticket
1: clap we are back here on the ticket water cooler yeah. on 937 <laughs> the ticket uh, we're clapping for some reason, clap. I, but it was a good it was a good time to clap. Thank you uh, here on uh, on the ticket water cooler. Uh, plenty of stuff to kind of break down a great weekend of football. We were talking about kind of the SEC bias and things that uh, go into that. Of course, Nebraska uh, falling short to Minnesota. So we'll uh, get into that discussion and just kind of follow where you guys are going here on the text line because we got a flood of text. I wanted to get to uh, Eric said, did you really just say Minnesota is not a bad team? They're terrible. Well, they're are they bull Do they're six and three? I think
0: seems pretty good to me. It's not
1: not too I'd bad. I take that. Yeah,
0: they're not. They're, they're not, not overwhelming. They're not terrible. They're not great. They yeah. are good. Yeah, they are a good team.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, again, they're not overwhelming. That They've kind of had the same play style uh, like that for years. Like you said, I mean, you kind of feel if Casey Thompson was in that game, maybe they'd win that one. But Minnesota, again, almost beats you ugly by design. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, if Casey was in that game, who knows? Maybe they, you know, pass the ball a little bit more, have more success through the air, and so throw many, a few interceptions.
0: There were so many times where you had a running back – or not a running back, a wide receiver open, or at least, you know, if you launch it down the field, they would have been open. But neither of your quarterbacks really has the arm strength of Casey Thompson to get it down the field. On one of the passes, Trey Palmer had to come back and play defense to to avoid the pass being intercepted. So that's kind of what I mean by if Casey Thompson would have played, maybe you see... You know, I, I truly believe that they, they win this game against Minnesota because I think you score more than 13 points. And like I said to you in the pregame show on Saturday... The first team to 21 wins the game. Neither team got to 21, yeah. um, but it, it seemed a, a the same way where if Nebraska can just figure out a way. When they're up 10 to nothing, if they could have figured out a way to score one more time, it, it felt like it was almost insurmountable with the way their defense was playing before uh, the offense just kind of sputtered to a standstill with six straight three and outs.
1: And it's weird. I mean, I think I think every quarterback in that game, and there were four of them. It's weird that you see a game with four quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, none of them could hit the deep ball in stride. And I think they all had pretty much an opportunity to do so. And it was, you know, it's just that, that kind of game. And, and that was part of the, the game, too, was Calak Manis came in the game, uh, hit the deep ball uh, twice uh, to Daniel Jackson of Minnesota. Um, Nebraska tried to get the same thing here and there, and they didn't get that. So, again, in, especially in a one-possession game, uh, there's a lot of things to break down, but that was one thing that, that Minnesota did get that Nebraska didn't. Uh, and uh, so the rest of the college football weekend kind of went on. Uh, we'll go uh, back to the text line. Kirk from Georgia says, Georgia flexes on number one, Tennessee. Yeah, it was number one versus number one. That was kind of cool. Um, but Georgia, that really shut down Hinton Hooker and the Heisman hype and it really kind of changed the way that we look at the Heisman trophy. It's wide open now. I yeah, don't even I know who it. you would pick right now.
0: I don't know. I can't. I'm not even going to like Bo I'm Nicks. not even going to pretend to know yeah. a name that, that jumps out to me for the Heisman. The Heisman this year is going to be, dare I say, very underwhelming. Like whoever ends up winning it is just going to be, oh yeah, we had to pick somebody unless somebody steps up these last three, four weeks of the college football season. It's going to be really weird.
1: Well, and it could be like it kind of was last year, kind of kind of going to the conference championship weekend. You've got like two or three names and then whoever does plays best there gets it. Mm -hmm. that's kind of what what you think it'll end up just
0: between the people who are the favorites at the start of the season. Just (laughs) CJ and Bryce.
1: Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Bryce young is going to be able to put up enough numbers that he like overwhelms you on a two loss team. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, Thomas and Lincoln says, Haha, Rico, bleep, Adrian Martinez, hook him horns.
0: Wow, that's rude. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I mean, that game could have been a lot worse. He did lead them back into it. And then, you know, as Adrian has done many a time before here at Nebraska, fumbled late in the game in a crucial situation. (laughs)
1: yeah that that was how nebraska loses at least kansas state they're still ranked and they're having a good season but they have to at least feel our pain and why we see now it's gonna be adrian martinez now it's gonna be
0: weird because it's like okay do we go back to the backup do we stick with our starter i don't know i don't know Uh, your backup led you to to a to a fantastic victory over oklahoma state and then your starter comes in and you lose to texas yeah. is texas better than oklahoma state i don't think so but they
1: might be oklahoma state also had another they tough weekend. Rolled. yeah so i don't know rolled, where they lost yeah. where they're at uh, uh force or 7233 three says so sick of the sec's bias stop assuming because they play in the sec that they're better than anyone else so uh he agrees with you rico uh <laughs> well guy says rico are you new to college football no i'm not so I, under- I understand i'm just there. gonna be angry
0: every year yeah it's going to be angry about it every year.
1: Space Cadet hates the SEC bias as much as you, Rico. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, then 4037 says, good thing the AP poll doesn't mean much anymore because of the playoff committee. We'll see where they put Clemson. And uh, another reminder, the playoff committee is going to do something a little bit crazy to get us talking. Because yeah. That's, what they, that's kind of their job right now. Uh, Alabama number six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alabama <laughs> might drop to number seven this week and then that'll get Rico going.
0: I don't know. Like, I understand that the SEC is the best conference in football like I'm not denying that they're really good they're fantastic but just because you play in the SEC doesn't mean that you're just automatically better than everybody else
1: <laughs> yeah not automatically but uh you do get the the bit of the doubt I think at this because there's
0: te- there's like the middle of the road SEC teams and you take middle of the road you know big 10 teams and people are just like oh yeah the SEC team I'm like well why Like, oh they play in the SEC that doesn't mean anything yeah doesn't mean they're better.
1: Well, and a Reminder too. You, you, you. Especially when those bowl games come up, it's always been that the Big Ten travels to warm city, mm-hmm. play SEC they're in their perfect style of football. Uh, when the Big Ten, you, a lot of these teams are building based around. It's going to be windy. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be awful one day. So um, you know, it's just it's
0: kind of interesting. I I give I don't deny the
1: SEC either, but you know,
0: give me Alabama late November in the big house. Yes, I, I want to see it. I would want to see that. I want to see it. I want to see what you're really made out of. I understand that they go to the NFL and they play in cold weather for a lot of the season for you know some of those teams. But if if you're telling me that Alabama is going to go up to to uh, to Michigan or Ohio State in the in the horseshoe uh, in in late November when it's you know 10 degrees out and there's snow falling and they're going to be able to put up their 60 points or whatever because of how <laughs> fast they are and, and how you know dominant they are down south in in Tuscaloosa. I, Uh, Don't give me that. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd love to see eventually that happen. That's probably not going to. Bowl games, as we know it all together, are probably going to be dead in a few years. Those SEC
0: teams will never come up north for games. No. They won't. They'll be like, oh, let's play neutral site. Let's play at a dome. Well, we'll play you in Indianapolis. We're like, no. No, let's play in Chicago,
1: all right? Which someone got buried, too, over the weekend, or I I guess that was even Friday, was that Nebraska – tinkering with a las vegas game what do you mm. think about that in the future i'm
0: interested depending on who they actually not depending on who they play i'm interested it's vegas i've never been yeah haven't you no never been i want to go yeah and awesome. i'll go for a football game
1: absolutely you can go for two the raiders are there ah
0: perfect <laughs> playing in the spaceship
1: yeah and if you really like if you really want to unov plays there too and i bet games and went and watched watch yeah UNOV let me watch and some games. running rebels it was awesome yeah
0: i'll watch basketball <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if I want to watch UNLV <laughs> football. Football needs a, l- a few years more. Yeah, I don't know, know if I want to watch UNLV football. Uh, Christian and Lincoln says, if Mickey gets the job, does that mean everyone else told Trev no? No. I don't think that's what it means, but at this point, it is It is difficult, I guess, to envision. Maybe it's just because of all the rumors going around last week. Um,
0: and also, even if that is true, I think that's a terrible way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think that's terrible where you, where you get a new head coach and you're just like, wow. obviously everyone else said yeah. no. That's the only reason we're stuck with this guy. This that's is a, so disastrous. That is a terrible way to look at things. <laughs> you knew he's going to be your new head coach. So I understand you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to support him regardless. Yeah, but that's look, you're going to say that. That doesn't seem like a lot of support.
1: It does feel like the names have kind of shifted from the early, you know, the, 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 the Midwest, Lance Leipold and Chris Klayman and our hopes for Urban Meyer. Now it's kind of just shifted
0: to this like – to the actual people who you can maybe possibly yeah get. like
1: more realistic uh guys that are probably looking i for mean i job. feel like
0: you could get lance leipold or chris Kleiman, but chris Kleiman and lance leipold are both having great seasons where they're at currently yeah and depending on how they feel about the big 12 and, and their current situations i don't see them leaving and especially uh, like leipold's been there for what, is his second year huh? he's not yeah. gonna leave i think he's happy at kansas
1: we'll see plus you get a
0: statue built to him if he has another if he if he goes back to back winning seasons he gets a statue
1: yeah, it's, it's 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 miraculous what he's doing at Kansas, and they had a little bit of a losing streak, so people kind of thought, yeah, you know, he's out of the race or whatever. They're bowl eligible at Kansas, which of course means that Nebraska has the longest uh, drought among the Power Five of going to a bowl. Because Vanderbilt went last year, right? Uh, did they? I mean, they've gone in in the recent yeah. since twenty seventeen or whatever. So uh, just add that to the awesome. list of embarrassment for Nebraska. But um, I am interested to see where this where this takes, and, and you know what. Mickey might be down this week, but one victory in Ann Arbor, and he might shoot right back up to the ring. So. See,
0: and my thing is, <clears throat> if you are going outside for the hire, my thought process is you might want to announce it this week, but at the same time, that's a little hard because you're announcing that before they have to go to the big house and play in Ann Arbor. But at the same time, mess around and have somebody lined up, and then Mickey, Joseph, and and this team... Uh, goes up to Ann Arbor and wins, and you're like, "All right, congratulations, beating the number four team in the country." By the way, you're not the next head coach, and that's your first top twenty-five win in God knows how long. Oh, yeah. Your first top ten win in God knows how long, and you're just like, "Congratulations, we're not going with you."
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's unlikely, but we can hope. And and the other thing, but it's just kind of interesting to see as as this all plays out. Um, Mickey's admitted before, you know, at times because he understands the situation he's in. It would really help his cause to get a few wins. And, of course, they did get two, um, but it is kind of getting to that point, especially when the decision-making has to start being made. Mm-hmm. This might be the last kind of throw, you know, haymaker he can throw because, you know, by the time Wisconsin and Iowa's around, you really want to zero in on what you're doing. Exactly. And if, and if he hasn't got enough wins... Uh, then it kind of is where it is there. Now again, to your point though, if they're hiring somebody who is an active head coach, they're going to have to wait. Till, you're going to have to wait. Uh, uh, talk know. and
0: talk and hype only gets you so far. If you're Mickey Joseph, you do have to, you know, get some wins under your belt and and kind of force the hand of the decision makers to look at what you're doing with this Husker team and say, Hey, look, I, I've 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 rallied the troops, I've gathered the guys, we've we've won a couple of games, we've become you know if you can become bowl eligible uh, under me in a season that everybody looked at as pretty much a throwaway season when it began because you decided to stick with Scott Frost after last season's debacle of, of well, they're close. Well, they they're, they almost won that game. Oh, they're the best three-win team ever in history. Yeah. But yeah, but you still only won three games. So Mickey Joseph is going to have to get some wins. And if he doesn't, then you know wherever the athletic department decides to go with a head coaching search, then you kind of sit back and, and wonder if if that head coach decides to keep Mickey Joseph on and, and what his role will be and how much he's going to get paid because he's, he's going to demand a, a, a pretty hefty salary for I understand that the wins haven't come but the ability to keep this team together continue to recruit and get some commitments out of this weird season uh is extremely commendable and, and, and very impressive for for Mickey Joseph
1: well, and it is interesting too Jimmy just because of uh maybe his and I know you hate this but his lack of history lack of being a head coach at this level um you wonder if there are some uh, able to retain him and because they have not won so many games, maybe there's less of that feeling of looking over your shoulder and saying, "Well, everybody wants Mickey." Well, if Mickey go, goes on to go two and five here or whatever, maybe that's less of the case mm-hmm. than if he were able to put up, a, you know, more of a fight. So maybe all this is gonna be good in the long run because he can keep Mickey Joseph and everything that he brings, which is a lot. To Nebraska uh, with the next coach, but of course we'll let that play out. Um, just somebody texted in about it, so uh, it's kind of interesting. It's always interesting, kind of in the backdrop of the season, is where the coaching hire is going. Uh, Ryan from Nashville, uh, Ryan from Nashville says uh, well, he says a few things. He's kind of getting uh, frustrated. Yeah, said we, we we never have a backup worth a darn. It's talking about the quarterback. Uh, I think Sam McEwen wrote an article about this too. It's it's been a while since Nebraska's really had um, you know, and I think he even, even named some names. The Bobby Newcombs, the. Joe Gans, the Brook Beringers, um, you know, and, you know, going even back to basically Taylor Martinez, it, you know, it, it was basically his job. And then Tommy is just his job and there's nobody there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I just kind of kept going. If this and, person
0: gets hurt. Who do you have behind him? Well, we yeah. didn't think that far.
1: <laughs> Ryan says a bunch of Riker fives that year after year. Hey, Riker five hey. got in the rifle five, uh, got Leave in the Riker five alone through the ball around. But I get what he's saying. And, and he's also, you know, went on a on a. I uh, talk. I don't want to. I'll just. I'll just wrap it up by saying he's getting frustrated with the season. He's, he said he might not even turn in the show anymore. Nothing to do with us. It's just a frustration. I get you. Right. It's understandable. A lot of people are getting frustrated, but
0: hey, but keep tuning in. Yeah, keep
1: tuning in and. Hey, any I, I say this about Husker basketball, and it implies to Husker football. Any day with Husker basketball is better than a day without it. Any day with Husker football on, I don't care. I went to the stadium, got a picture with uh, Goldie. Uh, I, I had some fun. Christian and, did.
0: You always get pictures with the opposing mascot. Yeah,
1: I've trying to collect uh, more mascots in my picture collection. A weird guy. And Goldie, but that's one you can respect. He's one of the he's one of the the creators of your favorite trophy, the five dollars. Yeah, chair trophy. I, kinda, I actually kind of like Goldie. Yeah, Goldie's cool. I do.
0: Purdue Pete, though, can go kick rocks. He's scary. <laughs> he scares He's scary-looking Yeah, guy. he scares the children. Train, maybe that should Their be. train broke down. We should have known they weren't going to win. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler says, uh, uh, by MJ not forcing some play-type changes, he is failing just as bad as Whipple. To say MJ didn't hire Whipple, it should be that much easier for MJ to step in then. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I, I, I again, I think that is also going to assessing uh, of – of Joseph is kind of Whipple being able to rein him in. Again, I don't I don't blame Whipple as much for this offense or in, in certain play calls, absolutely. But, mm. I mean, overall game plan, I think they did what they needed to do. I'm glad they didn't go out there thinking they had Casey Thompson. You know, they adjusted. Uh, we're trying to kind of win a rock fight. It seemed, as, short.
0: it seemed that a couple of times where they were trying to – where it was just a Casey Thompson offense with a different quarterback. And although you did run the ball – uh, let me let me see if I can find this you ran the ball 21 times with Anthony Grant I feel at times that you, you should have just kept pounding with him you should have just kept riding him and 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 seeing where he could take you because especially in that first that first quarter that first half he was he was rolling uh, yeah. and then it seemed as if you went away from the running game and started trying to pass the ball around because you believed that Minnesota was trying to stop your running game turns out your quarterbacks couldn't get the ball to your receivers anyways so it was just a hodgepodge of a mess and and as everyone knows, 6-3 and outs. Couldn't get a first down to save your life uh, in the third quarter.
1: Yeah, well, and, and but also I think you have to look at the fact there is somebody else coaching on the other sidelines. P.J. Fleck announced after the game or was talking after the game saying um, they didn't prepare for that first drive. Basically, it was a bunch of stuff that they weren't preparing for when playing Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Credit Mickey Joseph and those guys for that. Um, but after that first drive, you take out the six carries for 60 yards for Anthony Grant. The rest of the way, he had 15 carries for 55 yards. So it's, you know, I know everybody's saying, well, he's getting five yards a carry. Well, after the first drive, he wasn't. Now, just under four is not awful either. But I'll say this again, and I was saying this on the Captain Show for those for those six uh, three and outs. It's not like they went pass, 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 punt once. Not once. They mm. ran the ball. Every every one of those possessions at least once. Keep in mind, they only get three play calls in the three and yep. out. Um, so, total, they ran the ball seven times for 14 yards. Six of those carries for Grant uh, for 13 yards. The running game wasn't working either. That was part of the problem. I know. And I understand you want to stick to it, and that's kind of how the running game goes at times. You're preaching to the choir. I love the running game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I just, uh, you know, it. it I. <laughs> sometimes it's easy to blame the play caller uh and i thought this at times of scott frost too Mm -hmm. but you're very limited by what you have out there and specifically at quarterback in this case i'm not i'm not as mad at play calling with whipple i'm more thinking that logan should have got a a look earlier and i think it's pretty clear at this point
0: you think after three three and outs maybe you decide to make a change
1: well they did i mean logan got in there and got a three and out too uh and 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 oliver dropped one which was also kind of weird the timing they did it because they brought him in when there was like there. were at the 8-yard line, it's like, well, maybe yeah. that's not the time to switch quarterbacks. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of critiquing that goes in here, but again, I think that the bigger problem with Whipple in this game was not play-calling. It was not making the move to switch to quarterback earlier. Mickey Joseph kind of said that himself. Um, but you know, it, there's just a lot of thought to, that go on there. I'm, I'm not completely convinced that Logan, though he played better this game, mm-hmm. was going to score a whole lot more than what you what ended up with Purdy if he played Logan.
0: That's true, but I mean, at some point you you have to look at what isn't working on the field, and that was Chuba Purdy being in at quarterback. I mean, the receivers and the, and the tight ends were dropping their fair amount of passes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They they weren't playing the greatest, and they'll, they'll be the first ones to tell you that. They were upset with themselves as well. Um, but... At some point you have to look at your signal caller and just think maybe he maybe he needs a change. Maybe he needs to sit down and get his mind right. And I mean they did that for one drive with Logan Smothers, and I think you gotta give him more of a chance to get warmed up and get going.
1: Well and I'm I'm not gonna be surprised to see if Casey can't go this week. I think at this point, you know, two and a half, two games now, you've seen it. Logan seems to provide you more of a spark on offense, so I think he would start against Michigan, uh, but we'll still see. We'll take a quick break. we got one more uh, segment here on uh, the Ticket Water Cooler right before Happy Hour opens up, so we'll do that coming up next year on, the, on 93.7. The ticket. Crazy.